Growing out the pod with Kara Manuelli and Amanda Hunt. Hey furries, thanks for tuning in to Growing Out the Pod. I'm Amanda. And I'm Kara. And here we are living our lives. Always. Uh, and I I gotta tell you, Kara, it felt good to be back in the salon. Yeah, it did. I was I was pleasantly surprised. And also, what an upgrade. <laughs> what an upgrade. What season one must have done so well on Bravo because yeah. Bravo was like Oh, for season one, you had a dollar to do the entire season. <laughs> exactly. And they spend it on those fucking shears for Evangeline. Yeah. Season two, it is glossy. It is nice. It is. I, I think they doubled the I think they doubled the production budget. Because like, it's they actually have Even a more. They actually live in a house on the beach. They were living they, in a soundstage the first season. And I think they were living in the soundstage they were shooting everything in. And this season, they have a house on the beach. They have a salon that has windows to the outside. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, already a huge change. And they have really cool font for their names at their stations. They paid a graphic designer <laughs> to actually make things nice instead of just like sending a PA around with a Sharpie. Yeah. It's like all, legit. All of it. It's legit. Now it's, now it's a show. But I got to tell you. I already miss the psychosexual energy between Tabitha and Tyson. But we have like a mini, I would say we have like a mini Tabitha, like look. Like it's like Tabitha like 700 years ago. She looks like actually the baby of Tabitha and Tyson, which she might be. Yeah, I mean, she could have been. They might have been like, okay, if we didn't win, our spawn will win. Let's send her on. Yeah, our spawn will win. And Tyson is like, please love me, mommy. And she's like, and then that's like their, you know, then it's on again for yep. them. Uh, before we get into sheer genius, do you have a hair story this week? I do. It's a sad one. Um, oh, no. So remember so how last sad. week I was so excited about me being able to do a lot of procedures and stuff? Yeah. Um, my laser face. Um, I cannot. I went and got a consultation. She's like, oh, you're breastfeeding? Mm, no. But it has nothing to do with the numbing cream necessarily. It's that they're afraid that the laser could affect my my production because I get so because apparently if you're if a woman's a woman is experiencing so much pain apparently it's very painful that it can like affect the production like you're in like you're in danger or something or like I don't know so um can't do anything anymore to my face at all I can't do any lasers I can't do any Botox that's all just a negatory I read stupid Google and Google says you can but I think most doctors are like we're going to just – we're just going to play it safe. Like, why would we bother risking anything? Let's just – so I can't find a place to do it, and I'm not going to, like, really try. I'll just wait. I'll just wait. It's fine. The evolution, like, the mechanism, the biology that means that, like, that's how women evolve to not breastfeed when they are in deep pain is the darkest part of this story. It is, right? Like, I don't like to think of, like, how that worked its way through our bods. Yeah, like, if you, I guess if you're, like, getting – shot a bunch of times maybe their body's like well we're, we're not gonna make a milk now or like or any or you're str- exploded by a comet or something or like you're, maybe your body's like under stress like oh we have to survive to mm. bye bye baby you're not gonna live like it's like weird yeah like when you're stressed how you can stop getting your period like your body's just like we're shutting down the non-essentials we yeah. gotta focus on ourselves yeah so which i guess like good that the body prior even at least the body prioritizes the mother yeah which is great <laughs> But uh, 
I can't can't get my facials that I want still, and I can't get my Botox, but that's okay. That will, it will come. You look gorgeous. Oh, thank you. That's the coffee um, and the filter. Um, but yeah, no, no, I'm. I, it's fine. I've kind of come to grips with it. It's six months because I I'm waiting for the booster, which now is going to be available to me in October, November. Excuse me, November. Um, I wonder if we can go get ours together. Probably not, but uh, pro- I mean, did you have did you, did you have Moderna or Pfizer? You had Pfizer. I had Pfizer, and my I got Pfizer in my second one at the beginning of April, and okay. I think you have to do eight months after that. So yes. is that November? I think yours is December because I was March. Oh. I think mine is the because I was the third month, so it should be the eleventh month. So I think yours is December. Got it. Uh, then so I'm just waiting to keep breastfeeding for that so I keep pumping pumping just to keep my milk production up um so um there we go that's 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 it so uh hopefully in six months I'll be able to finally do stuff that I want that's okay when we so around Christmas time we're just gonna go get our faces we're gonna get I'm gonna get a vampire facial you're gonna have them laser off your face Mm -hmm. we're gonna have a great time it's gonna be great and then we'll go home for Christmas and scare the shit out of our families Mm -hmm. or they're gonna be like did you unage well I it (laughs) depends on how close to Christmas we get the procedures we might come home and they'll be like did LA turn you into meat (laughs) are you a meat why are you why is your face completely exposed like underneath (laughs) layer just like red and chapped I'm like, yeah, do you like it? <laughs> it's glowing. Oh, do you notice the difference? I love when people notice when I make a change. Yeah, you can't see your pores because they're all scraped off. Hey, Here we go. that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool if you think about it. Yeah. Um, My hair story is deeply embarrassing. Oh, here we go. Um, So I went to the doctor this week just for like a normal doctor, just like a checkup. And I had to pee in a cup. And I didn't know that. So I peed before I left. Oh, no. And then I got there and they're like, you have to pee in a cup. And I was like, okay. Did you bring your massive water bottle? No, because I like <laughs> I never bring it anywhere because like I only go to a place for an hour and then come back home. You know, like yeah. it's not like I'm like out in the world, you know. So I was like, okay, that's okay. That's okay. Okay. That's okay. I can do it. That's fine. I can do that. I can I can do that. Um, So I go to the bathroom. Try for 30 minutes to pee. 30 minutes? I was just like, because I like felt like I really could and I really couldn't. And then I came out and I was like, oh, I was talking to myself a lot in there, I think. And like, I'm pretty sure other people heard, but <sighs> I like still hadn't peed. And so I had to like go to the receptionist and ask her for water while I was like holding the little paper bag that the cup is in <laughs> and then like sit in the waiting room for a little bit until I could need to pee. So like. I go to her. She's so nice. And she was like, I love your eyebrows. And I was like, oh, I love yours, too. Like, we had really similar eyebrows. Ooh. It was, like, funny. Mm-hmm. You know? And then she was like, she, and I'm, but I'm like, I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be fun. But in the back of my head, I've just spent 30 minutes trying to pee into a cup. So I'm not at my, like, peak yes. social grace. Your P-E-E-K. Your pee. Okay, silent. I certainly wasn't at my PEE social graces. <laughs> uh, I was like, and I like just asked her for water. I wanted to go take off my mask and drink it. I was like, it's the middle of the work day. I'm just like, I need to, I'm like in a little bit of a panic mode at this point, you know? And so I was like, I was like, I love yours too. And she was like, even though they look like a mess right now, ha ha ha. And I was like, 
I, you know, you just got to do what you can every mm-hmm. day. And then I was like, that's what I tell myself. And then it got so and then it was just like, you know, when you say something like that and you're like, did I insult her? Was that insulting? I don't know. I can't tell. Yeah. And like it got so quiet between the two of us. Like I was like, you just got to do what you can. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. But yours are great. But yours are great. Oh, yeah. Myself. And so then I just took my little bottle of water and sat down in the corner and drank it and tried to think pee thoughts for like 20 more minutes just sitting in front of her being like, I insulted this nice receptionist that I didn't mean to insult. Her eyebrows did look great. That's okay. She's listening out there. She's probably listening right now and just say, I'm sorry. Janine, if you hear this. Please know that wasn't about you. I was scared everybody heard me talking to myself and trying to hype myself up to pee in that bath. <laughs> what kind of things would you? What were you saying when you were peeing? Like, were you like, "Come on, girl, I think I was like, "Okay, I think this is it. Okay, it's coming now. Here it comes. Okay." And a couple times I like flushed, got up, washed my hands, and then was like, okay, let's get back in it. We just needed a break. We just needed a break. Like, what a... I'm proud of you because I would be afraid people think I was pooping. I mean, they could think all kinds of things. <laughs> they probably thought I would lost my mind. Like, we used... To, I used to work at a restaurant near Times Square, and we wouldn't let people use the bathroom, which I thought was like kind of shitty. Any, no pun intended. Any? No pun intended. Well, I like the pun and it's standing. Um, what is, who, who, where your customers like, can? Customers could, okay. but you couldn't come in off the street and right. use it. That makes sense. I always thought that like sucked. And then we let somebody and they OD'd in the bathroom. <gasps> and because they were individual bathrooms, the doors locked, the person's against the door. It like I don't know how they got them out. I have no idea what happened next. That person eventually did come out of the bathroom and was alive. But like I was like, oh, that's why we don't let people use the bathroom. Because they can OD. My God. Um, So they could have thought I was ODing in there. Like, I don't know what they thought, but I was like. I was just like living in a horror hell and meanwhile trying to be like, fluff your eyebrows too. <laughs> 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 oh, no. And I'm like holding this little bag that has a peacock. It was insane. <laughs> well, it was not great. I tweeted on that day, I tweeted having a day that's like bad to live through, but would be a funny scripted TV show. Mm-hmm. You should and write there it. There we go. There we go. This is the beginning. Your yeah, pee story. Please, please, please don't steal this this a plot of my. Of my <laughs> what are you gonna call it? Pilot. What would you call it? Peaky, stucky, picky, peaky. You know, plot. I don't think the whole show would be about pee. <laughs> so I think, I think, I think the show would be like, like single gal in the city. Like it would be something like that, but like more like buzzy than that yeah and then the title of the episode might be the princess and the p oh there you go but spell it with an ee rather than ea a hundred percent you have to <laughs> you have to that's even cool. i can have a sense of humor enough about that you know i love it that's it write it write it great okay done um so we'll recap this and then i'm gonna just quickly go write your push pee. out a script yeah you have uh, time you have time you've all day I have all day. And you have two energy drinks inside you. You should do this. I'm full of energy drinks and I'm full of energy because we're about to talk about the fucking jacked up fancy season 
to episode one of Bravo's Sheer Genius. Do they have a do they have a theme song? I think it's like hmm. it's like pow like weird sound effects when they do their like it's like it's very um it's very watch what happens live, yeah, I think. Like it's think the so. same kind of music where it's like dum 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 like and you get pretty, the, and you get the people posing with their arms crossed and like everyone poses, somebody is blowing a hairdryer like it's a gun. Yeah, it's, um somebody else is like flipping their hair. It's really uh it's very original. I've never seen this before. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> To us now, it's trite, but it's sort of like Romeo and Juliet, right? Everything's been based off it, but when Shakespeare wrote it, people had it never was an heard ridge. the story before. It's true. Very true. I mean, I think Romeo and Juliet is like based on other stories, but in you get it. Yeah. The furries get what I'm going for. Yeah. This is the Shakespeare of reality TV. It is. It's the first ever reality show ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's among the first. It's setting a precedent. Especially for Bravo, and Bravo is like the reality star or reality show like uh aficionados i mean it's certainly bravo a bravo reality show is different than like an oxygen reality yeah show is or tlc than, like a prime time reality mm-hmm. show like on nbc i feel like shows on nbc abc and cbs like they have different formats but there's the same kind of like there's only yes. so much they can well, say. Well, the, net- the network shows, the, the network ones like ABC, NBC, those are like Big Brother. Those are like competition, Survivor. Those are like the competition. Mm-hmm. There's no like real world or anything like that, On I would say. It's only, it, I think it's only for cable uh, and streaming platforms or reality shows. I don't think that's actually a network thing, now that I think of it. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Except for American Ninja Warrior. True. But that's different. That's we also a competition. Follow those people. That is a competition. You're right. Wow. There we go. Again, I am aficionado now. I'm calling myself yeah. a reality show aficionado. I know what vintage. The- I know what. I know what station that would be by some of vintage of the show. <laughs> sommelier. You call me a sommelier. It's fine. We'll call her a reality sommelier. <laughs> yeah. I think most people are saying that already about you. So it works. Yeah. Out. It works. Um. Okay. So we open up. Back in the salon with Jacqueline Smith, and the prize has not changed. No. The prize remains $100,000, a Nexus apprenticeship, and a chance to style the hair for an Allure magazine photo shoot. Was it Allure I think last those year? Are good prizes. Yeah, it was Allure last year, too. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we do, Allure's different. Everything's different, but it's all the same. It's, all, it's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, so I wrote down, I said, I'm excited to, and nervous to meet the contestants and see who they bring back and don't in terms of like judges and like, because Jacqueline Smith's back right away. So oh, yeah. Like, OK. And she looks like she crossover. has a nice, her hair is like updated. It looks, it looks more like now than like nowadays. I could see someone wearing that hair. I, they probably paid, like they probably have a stylist for her on set now. I yeah. feel like everything on the show is twice as expensive as it was last season, mm-hmm. and they clearly got writers. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm very happy for it. Thank you for that. Like, wow. So I guess I wrote down a list of the contestants and, like, what they're like so we can go through and introduce them. Okay. Um, I I kind of wrote them down as, like, as the competition went through because I was like, I'm not going to okay. these people. And I was like, what they did and what they how their personality was – otherwise I let's, like let's go through it that way I'll just refer back to them yeah throughout um so the salon got a huge upgrade it's a real salon now 
with lights like color lights like it's pretty it's like a rave Mm -hmm. almost it's beautiful it's not like a disgusting fluorescent nightmare to look at pretty cool it's really dope um and so we open up and Jacqueline Smith is standing there with Kim Vo who I I did recognize and was like this is a famous stylist yeah who's hot he's responsible for Britney's hair which I think at that time 2000 was it 2007 or 2008 that she did the she had the shaved her head was it the 2008 I would bet because like it would be fucked up for them to be like he's responsible for Britney's hair. No, I think it was. I would before. bet they filmed this before then, but it probably came out around the same yeah. time. Because she did um, it in two thousand eight. Because I was living in a Santa Monica at that time, and I remember. <laughs> wow, you were close. Mm-hmm, you were super close. Um, so he's done Britney's hair. He's responsible for Terry Hatcher's hair, Kate Hudson's hair, and Jenny McCarthy's hair. And I want to just say, like, one, fuck you, Jenny McCarthy. Agreed. And two, good for Terry Hatcher. Like, there's always some random celebrity in with these, like, more famous celebrities. And it's like, back then, was Terry Hatcher very famous? I guess. She like, was. Housewives was still on. So, Terry, yeah. Yep, it was. Um, yeah, I think at then she was, it was still going on and she was famous. I think it was a big deal. I mean, she's still famous, but, like, I would never be like, oh, you know, huge celebrities like Britney Spears, Terry Hatcher, and Kate Hudson. Like, yeah. those are not the th- they don't... Like, three of a kind. Right, right. Britney and Kate Hudson, I would probably put in a similar yeah. tier. Mm-hmm. And then Terry Hatcher, it just, I thought it was funny. Yeah. Um. So Ken is one of the judges this season. I believe he's the new Sally. I think so, which is great because Sally was just boring to me. She was just boring. <laughs> She wasn't. I liked Sally's tough talking attitude, um, but but it wasn't for TV. I'm excited to see Ken. Yeah, me too. It just wasn't for. It just didn't seem like it was TV. It just didn't seem uh, like she wanted to be there half the time. <laughs> she seemed, like, I think so that's what it. I liked about her. Like she'd be like, I just what is this hair? Yeah. Like I love my dentist has that attitude, and I love when a woman is like. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. Like once my I was getting my teeth done and I had a People magazine and she like picked it up, looked at it. It was Celine Dion. Her husband and her brother had just died. Oh. That was the cover story. And she looked at it and she goes, sad. But that's what happens when you get older. People die. Oh, my God. And then she threw the magazine on the windowsill. And I was like, I... I would take a bullet for this one. I love her so much. Because she wasn't saying it like without empathy, but she also was just kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, That's really like, funny. I like, I trust her with my teeth is what I'm saying. Um, okay. So if we get the first shortcut challenge and the, the, like the job is to give clients a new look, they have five minutes to talk to the clients and then 45 minutes to do the cut. And the models walk in and they're all wearing safety glasses. And ear protectors. And I was, Did you notice they were wearing ear protectors too? I didn't. I'm really glad to know that they were. Yeah. Whew. But also my first thought was if they have to use gardening shears, I have to turn off this show. Yeah. Like, we'll have to change what we're doing because I can't. Unfortunately, that's not what they were doing. Um, everyone gets a model at random. Every model is a white woman with straight black hair. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um. And or most of them, I guess. Yeah. And we find out that they are going to be cutting the model's hair and the stylist will be blindfolded. Blindfolded. What the fur? That's like such an insurance issue. I feel like nowadays <laughs> I feel like they wouldn't do it because of insurance issues. And like the client, I, mean, I bet the, the 
the clients there would have to sign so, like their life away basically like well if your ear gets sure cut off they did we're not responsible if they slice your face open bravo is not indemnified in any lot like you cannot sue bravo even if you end up having a sliced open face yeah we're not helping um, like that's just uh and crazy but hey it's bravo and they do it because it's 2007 or 8 or whatever and they can do whatever yeah. they want it's in the late aughts yeah and bravo is like bravo is fucking king if you look at this show they got money in this show so they don't care they'll kill they'll kill a model and pay somebody to bury her body at this Mm -hmm. point it's true um so ocean is one of the um ocean is one of the contestants he introduces himself by saying ocean got the potion for the motion and i thought i'm very jealous that his name rhymes with things uh, and he's an L.A. stylist. Mm-hmm. He's been doing it for 18 years, which I was like, wow, he's, and he was 31. young. He's 31. I saw their ages. Uh, they have their ages now that I can see. Because before they didn't have the ages. Now they have all their ages. And most majority of them are in their 30s. But if he's 31, how has he been doing it for 18 years? Because he was a baby when he was doing Maybe he was doing it as like at school for his friends or something. Yeah. I and that's an interesting that's an in, that's interesting to me. Or he's lying um, about his age, or he's lying about or his he's lying about his age or experience. Yeah. Or like like I guess if you were like, how long have you been an actor, Amanda? Like I could be like, well, I started acting in school plays when I was five. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, what do you define as like <laughs> being this yeah. thing? <laughs> did you get paid at five? No. Yeah. Did you get paid at two months? No. <laughs> Did did you did you get paid in your thirties? No, <laughs> in exposure. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so Ocean is also wearing his raincoat inside, and I think that's funny. Yeah, like he was. Ocean came in with a look, and I was like happy for him, grateful for this. Like he was like an early adopter of having a reality TV persona. Yeah, I think. yeah, agreed. Um, so then Matthew, okay, I have a question about Matthew. Matthew is another stylist. He's he the dad. Blonde he, hair. Mm-hmm. Or he's got, he's he, got a wife. He says the only thing he loves more than hairdressing mm-hmm. is his wife. wife. And he's from and Texas. And I was like, I'm already getting Tyson vibes. Mm-hmm. And if, if he has wife, I'd love to I meet. think he has a kid too. I think that they should, maybe I was just assuming because I have a kid. As When I heard <laughs> that he has a wife, I blacked out for a second so i don't i i was like a heterosexual wife yeah i know you know when people say their sexuality believe them but i uh i i was just surprised it was kind of that britney spears uh clip you know where ryan seacrest is like and that's my girlfriend and you see britney spears go like mouths herself girlfriend that's i was like wife Okay, Matthew. So Matthew has a wife, um, and he's cutting his hand open while he's cutting his model's hair, which, like, if I'm the model, that's not making me feel confident. No, and also, like, don't get that fucking nasty – don't get your blood on me. Like, nowadays, that is, like, a huge, like, oh, no, that's, like, we got to stop the taping. We got to, like, clean everything up. Like, you can't – like, it's a big deal. Like, back then, they're like, whatever, I'm just bleeding on your hair. I He told her. He was like, don't worry, I don't have anything. And I was like, what is happening on this show. This show is insane. I was happy for that. Um, D is like really cute. D is like a lesbian from Miami. She has um, short, a short, cute pixie cut kind of. It's really with like yeah. a little, it's really, really cute. It's a little punky. It's little, black little, with like kind of a bronze streak yeah. in the middle of it's the It's like flip. spiky, a little spike at the top. It's cute. Yeah. D is like 
I love Dee. Already a huge fan. Dee promises her model she's going to look sexy. And it's like, Dee, you can't even see her. But you can't see anything. I know. She I know. And it's crazy what you watch them do this. They watch them do this and they're like, um, it's funny because they're like, okay, to the right. The, the clients would be like, to the right to grab whatever products they need, like kind of helping them guide them. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know how they were, they could tell like the distance. Like, I don't know how they could make it even. And the, the people were like, oh, you're Mr. Harry, Mr. Hair. But like, how can they find it? They can't find the hair because the, the contestant can't give them the hair. I mean, I think that the challenge is like, a good stylist can feel like all of the little nuances. Yes. But I never want to um, try this. No. I, I have no, like some of these things I've been like, wow, I'd love to try that on my hair. This is one where I thought good for those models. I'm glad they all survived. Or if one didn't, that they found another one and retaped the scene. Yeah. Just redo it. Um, Just redo it. Oh, we got to get new models in. And also, can somebody men in black all these bottles who saw one model get stabbed in the jugular? Thank you. Um, <laughs> Ken is like, okay, you're down to five minutes. And I screamed. I was so stressed for these for these stylists already. I'm very invested in them. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, see people doing, you're like, wow, that's actually pretty good what they're doing. And then you see them afterwards. You're like, oh, I mean, oh. you can't get mad at them for what they did because it's not like they're bad stylists. It's just they're, uh, um, they can't see. Yeah, it's really a dumb luck competition more than anything, I think. Like, you do have to be skilled, but it's also, like, you could really screw something up, and it's not really an indictment of your talent. Yeah, true. Exactly. And that's what, I think, God, that's why this is a short challenge and not a, an elimination challenge, because that's, like, just stupid. I would just be stupid. Yeah. I would be pissed. Yeah. Um, so then we – then, like – they take off the blindfold. Some people are cheering. We come back from commercial and we get real B-roll of L.A. Not random kind of downtown L.A. from far away that was taken by like closed circuit TV. And then mm-hmm. Bravo was like, oh, we can use the security footage as B-roll. Like it's like what's the it's Groman's Chinese theater. The Chinese man's theater. Yeah. Is that yeah. what it's called? I don't think it's called Grom. I don't know if it's called Cromans. I don't know. I thought it was Chinese. It probably isn't. I wrote I wrote down and it auto-corrected to Grammar's Chinese Theater, which I know it's not. So, but like they show shots of like man's Chinese Theater or Chinese, whatever mm-hmm. it is. They show shots of that. We see the Walk of Fame. We see like real LA things. Yes. It's it like, was nice. Oh, that, that just proves that they're there and not on a soundstage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It proves that they are in LA and not in like Tulare County in the middle yes. of California. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, okay, so they go through and they interview people. So they interview Parker, and I was like, Parker's the new Ben. I hate him. Yes. Yes, Parker is the new Ben. He was wearing sunglasses, which is like, Parker, you were already blindfolded, so maybe let us see your Let's see what eyes. you actually look like, because he – he kind of had like a he's like oh didn't he say like in the beginning he's like oh I'm the best of the best like I'm he had said like a weird thing about how good he was and like I'm and just, it kind of turned me off and I was like oh no he's playing a character yeah Parker he's from West Palm Beach he's wearing a scarf and a striped shirt it was very like very very of the time period he looked like a pop punk mime um and he had hair that was like and Kara I don't know did you watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City no, that's the newest one? No. Uh, that's the newest one. The last season aired like last fall and it's about to come back. I recommend every furry watch it. Okay, I got to get that, um, that one. Okay. 
But Whitney on there, her dad, she's one of the housewives. Her dad is a hairstylist. He struggled with addiction on the season. And so, like, we fell in love with her dad a little bit. And he has the craziest hair I've literally ever seen. And it's identical to Parker's. Okay. Good to know. All right. Imagine clinging to that hair in 2020. It's like a bad comb over. (laughs) It's like a 2020 comb over. It looks like it looks like somebody took a Lego wig that's like got oh. like pieces and smooched it onto someone's head. To me, mm-hmm. was he wearing a hat too? I'm sure he was wearing every accessory. I felt like it was like so much preposterous. Yes. So Parker says he's happy. Glenn did like a blunt haircut, and Ken is like, "Glenn, was that what you meant to do?" Or no, he's like, "Glenn." Did you want to do a blunt haircut? And Glenn is um, Glenn is a lady, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a lady. Glenn's a lady. Fun, fun name. Um, <laughs> color is her niche, and it's Ken's. So she thinks, like, okay, we're going to get along pretty well, mm-hmm. me and Ken. Um, and we find out, yeah. Oh, and she's, like, already in awe of Charlie's talent, which... Charlie... He's he's like a little he's funny. He's like going to be like the he's like um before I I'm originally from hell, but like I'm actually from California or wherever he says he's from. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What joke is that? Like, I don't really get it. It's, it's like, are you the, are you saying you're a devil or what are you what are you saying? I, he's like, I don't give a fuck if the other stylists like me or not. Technically, I'm from hell, but I reside in Denver, yeah, Colorado. Yeah. And it's like, Charlie, this is you got to calm down. We heard that so early from him. I wrote down Charlie a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, no, here's 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 Charlie. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he told Jacqueline he has an eye like no one else, and he's ruthless. And I was like, this Charlie, I got a lot of, I got a lot of opinions about Charlie that we will. We'll get to. We'll, oh, we'll, oh, we will get to. We'll get to so many of them. Um, Meredith is, calls herself the cutest thing you've ever seen which i don't yes. think is a good she was thing not um she also wasn't a cute like cute she's not what i would consider cute she's beautiful she's pretty but she's not cu- cute like i wouldn't consider myself cute i'd you know like i'm not cute like a baby's cute or like a cute little petite little small like, i don't nicole know nicole is cute nicole, nicole is, is cute see yeah Meredith is beautiful. Meredith looks a lot like remember that episode of um of Blowout where Jonathan interviewed that stylist and they went to a um a diner and then he was like <gasps> I'm not hiring her? but I do want to ask you on a date. Yes. She, Meredith looks a lot, lot like that. Like her. Ooh. Like beautiful microbladed eyebrows before we were microblading. Mm-hmm. I red really lips. noticed those eyebrows, yes. red lips, blonde hair. She's hot, but yeah. like she's like an adult woman. You know, like it's just like it's too much. And she said she has it all and everyone should be shaking in their boots. And I know that these producers probably They made them say this say stuff. You can things. tell cuz you're like uh they're not really good actors. So you're like, okay, <laughs> that's so they're telling you to say that. They're telling you to regurgitate the question and then say a funny catchphrase, and here's what we're gonna have you say because you're th- this is who you are in the competition. So just let's let's up that ante a little bit. We're still oh, not that okay. good of. Tell us why you're sheer genius. 
Yeah, and I think they're still the the producers are still not as clean as they get to later in years, but it's still like a little clunky of like them trying to to make these characters who they are, but they're a little just too on the nose. You know. <laughs> yes, I agree. I fully agree. Um, also, Meredith did a very good job. Like I was like, this is a very annoying woman, but she's a talented. She's stylist. great. Yeah, yeah. Um, Paolo, Ken judges and is not happy with Paolo, and Paolo is. Um, he says he has a crush on he had a crush on Jacqueline when he was seven, despite the fact he's, that he is he's gay. Yeah. And I was like, that's I like Paolo. He you seems know. like a, he seems like he's going to be a character like he's got big spiky hair and he seems like he's going to be like kind of a, a nice guy, weirdo, but like fun. I don't know. A little Jim, a little um, Paul John. Yes and no. I think he's not. Paul John was kind of an asshole. Yeah, but he's got the like weirdness of Paul Jean yeah, yeah. mixed with like the niceness mm-hmm, of Jim. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We shouldn't be comparing, but guess what? We are. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> then uh, we meet Nikisa. Yes. And Nikisa does a choppy, a choppy bob, and um, someone says it's lopsided and it's barbaric looking. That's what they say. It looks barbaric looking, and it's barbaric looking. It and is. Nikisa is fucking stunning she's hot um, she's like hot hot she's hot hot like i would like to see her and meredith kiss but i bet they don't do that on this show Mm-mm. um <laughs> there she says she always tells her stylist to close their eyes and feel for evenness so she's she, they also set her up for a fail with that edit like yeah. they were like oh you do oh cool good um and she's like this is my chance to shine she's 29 and she's owned a salon for two years so go get her. Tell us your parents are rich yeah. without telling us your parents. I mean, you could tell. Yeah. She's got some money. Or, yeah. Yeah. she's She's got some money. Like, good for her. I like her. No notes. But I was like, that's very funny. Yeah. That's like people who are like, I got into Harvard with no help. And it's like, isn't that your parents' name on the building? Yeah. And they're like, it's my grandparents' name. <laughs> yeah. Get it right. Get it right. I never met my grandparents. Uh, I never met my grandparents. Um. <laughs> Uh, then we have Ocean and Ken is like Ken not happy Ken is such a nice man and has a nice kind face but that's not what we saw when he saw Ocean's cut he said it looks like a butcher job like a butcher did it um, also Ocean said something like in his interview like Ocean I'm I'm because I'm deep like the ocean I'm deep <laughs> I'm Ocean like he just there's so many puns with his name that he can use and he does he uses it throughout and the whole he episode leans into them oh he yeah he's like he wrote them all down before the show he did, and, and I think the producers helped. They're like, okay, what, um, what are we gonna say? Blue like the no, you're deep no, like you're the not- ocean. You have emotion like the ocean. Um, uh, okay, if you get a chop, if if you have a choppy bob, let's just say choppy, choppy. waters like yeah. the ocean in a storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just all kinds of. But he spells it um, doesn't spell it like ocean. He spells it O S H U N. So I wonder if that's but if that's like a family name or comes from somewhere or if that's just they like we like ocean but we want to spell it different yeah oh that's who ocean judged nikisa's hair and then immediately was like told like yours looks like fucking shit yeah um so then there's gail gail is like gail is cute gail is a little pixie of a gal yeah she's from columbus she's also been cutting hair since she was very young since she was 12 um, she was the only one who said she was scared because she doesn't want to cut her model's face. No other stylist was even moderately concerned about that. Right. No. Um, uh, but Ken is happy with Gail. Matthew, wh- who has a wife, um, 
he says he's unhappy with the unevenness, but like it looked pretty good to me. Yeah, but he was he was very unhappy. Mm-hmm. And then Nicole, and Nicole is the young of the show, and she. But I appreciated her a little bit that she didn't come in like being annoying about it. She was like. Um, I've only been doing hair for five years. I don't want to be. I don't want to be thought of as an underdog just because I'm a little younger than everybody mm-hmm. else. And she and she, and she like, uses uh, she has her hairstylist on Asian hair, which is harder to manage. But it looked great. She killed it. It's hard to do precision on Asian hair because like it's so shiny and straight. It can be so shiny mm-hmm. and straight that like fuck ups show up more clearly. Yeah. And she did a very good job. Yeah. Um, Did we talk about Daniel? We didn't talk about Daniel. Daniel is also from Dallas. He and Matthew must know each other. Yeah, I think they do. Just from cutting hair, probably only. Um, Daniel, cute as a button. Love him so much. Yeah, he seems really sweet. Like he seems, he seems like someone I know. Actually, like Mm -hmm. one of my hairstylist friends. He like reminds me of him completely. Aww. He his signature hairstyle is big Dallas hair and mm-hmm. he has two salons so his parents are probably in oil because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> none of these people are old enough to have built two salons yeah. uh, just on grit and goodwill um, so the top two are Nicole and D Oh, and Ken is impressed and says it's tough to pick a winner but D ultimately triumphs she has the flare um, he says her flare is really good and it is it's really got it's got style like it's not just a cut it's got like some movement and body to it and like some cute little flips and it's really cute. Yeah. She's got style. She's got flair. She cuts hair. She's oh. a stylist named D. D D D D. Okay, well, that's great. <laughs> and everybody nice. claps and is nice about it. Um, but I'm already like very scared of Charlie. Ken yeah. tells Charlie his cut looks a little soccer mom gone wild. Yep. And Charlie says his model looks better than the real housewives of Orange County. And I was like, Charlie knows how to get in an edit. Like, Charlie was like, oh, this brand new hot show on Bravo this that I will be mentioning. Mm-hmm. But also, Vicki Gunvalson is a true fucking psycho. I would never say that somebody's hair looked better than hers on national TV. If you say that three times, she can come through the mirror and scream at you. <laughs> I thought that was bold. Well, I, we um, learn later that they come, don't they come in the, next, in the season? Throughout the season? Yes. We learned that yes. they do. And I screamed. I was so excited because this is these are season one. These Housewives. are crossover. Maybe season two Housewives. I don't know. Babies. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. I don't remember. There's a brown haired woman on there that I think is season two. And okay. that's but we don't know. We don't know. But okay, so here's the order of who won the shortcut challenge. Dee's the winner, then Nicole, then Meredith, then Glenn. Glenn. Daniel, Daniel, Gail, Gail Charlie, Charlie, Matthew. Matthew down there, which I was surprised. I really liked Matthew. I did too. It wasn't. It was great for what it was. But he and he's a, he's a stickler though. He's a perfectionist, so he's like he didn't. Think, he's like I deserve to be here. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, then Paolo, Paolo Parker. Pa- did we talk about Parker? We did. You said yeah. We did talk about Parker. Oh yes, Park. Oh yeah, we talked about Parker. But his hair looked. Uh, like, they said that his hair had no action. Which like. That I do think they're saying things just to piss specific people yeah, off because you know too. that Parker's probably like I get the most action in West Palm Beach, um, and then Nikisa and then Ocean, Ocean was last, which was really hard for him because he was saying talking so much smack about Nikisa's and he's and he, they they 
just didn't do well. I felt sad. I felt really sad for him, though. In his confessional, he was, like, bummed. He was. He was. His ego was hit there. Right. Um, so then this order means that they'll get to choose their models. And we've – if I never see another scissor box, I'll be so happy. I know. I was – I and we didn't see it. Thank God. We didn't see it, and thank fucking God. But you know what? They might just drop in the middle of the season like they did last time, so we don't know. That's true. That's really true. Um, so then we get to see the house, and the house is – nice there's stairs there's stairs there's they have a beach beach open at like they can go to the beach from their house it's it's in malibu i believe i don't know it's beachfront property it looks like it looks it's at like least it. shot to look like beachfront yeah. property it looks um, gorgeous. they're like drinking champagne in a huge beautiful kitchen that looks like the walls are made of wall material yeah. instead of flats um <laughs> Paolo wonders who will be the bitch of the of this season. And I wrote down, babe, it's Charlie. Yeah, I was like, like Charlie, 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 Charlie. It, it, hey, Paolo, it's Charlie. I can solve this mystery for you literally immediately. Um, and then the next morning, they show Ocean and Matthew waking up in like their – everybody has twin beds yeah. next to each other. And Ocean and Matthew are talking and Ocean's like trying to shrug off yesterday. And I, I felt for him. I, I like – you know, and then Dee is like worried about herself. Also, I wrote Dee has Sally's haircut from last season. A good shorter version of it. Way, sh- I yeah. think way shorter version of it. And a cuter version of it, to be honest. Honestly, a cu- honestly, and Sally, don't add us. A cu- and don't add Sally anybody, please, for you. No. Uh, a cuter version of Sally. But if you look at Sally now, she looks like a, a model now. She's like long, luscious hair. And now she looks like fucking Kristen from Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. It's wild. It's nuts. Um, anywho, okay, so then we get anywho. we get into the salon, and then I hear finally, Renee's back. Renee with his he look gorgeous. He looks better this season than he did last season, and which seems impossible. I know. He's the most handsome before, man alive. Before I wasn't like like oh he's fine, but now I saw him. I was like oh damn, he is hot. He's gorgeous now. Like he's something so stunning. Maybe they changed the cameras because he looks just like a lot. You can see him better. I don't know. But the I, lighting's better, but also I think we're more in love with him. It's we, true. We feel safe. With I think him. he feels more secure in this in his role now too. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we get the hi hi, which we did not hear at all last season, but they made it a big deal during the reunion. And now I'm like, okay, there's the hi hi, but never, never, never did I pick that up before. But now I'm, I'm aware telling of it. you, the editors before were an intern with the iMovie. Like, now the editors are like, get the hi-hi in there. That's Renee's signature thing. He says hi-hi. I said hi-hi from my couch. I was like, mm-hmm. hi-hi, Renee. Hi-hi. Hello, hello. <laughs> hello. And um, so then he's like, oh, these clients are going to ask you to make them celebs. And everybody's like, oh. We get this all the time. Mm-hmm. Everybody does this. Um, and then the model – and I thought it was cool that the models got to see – what celeb the clients were before choosing them like that part wasn't a trick yeah um i liked it when it was a trick last season but i like that they changed it up yeah um so then the stylist uh oh sorry no yeah the models come out with uh with a a, like a piece of paper or whatever uh turned around so you can't see who it is and so like Mm -hmm. okay these they're gonna show you who they want to look like and then they turn it around and it's all cartoon characters. Cartoon characters. Um, and that was fun. Yeah. I thought that was, it was smart. And like there's two of each. So there's like two Judy Jetsons, two Lucy from Peanutses. Um, <laughs> Judy two- from Penises? <laughs> Peanuts. 
is the two loose two Lucy's from Peanuts. Yeah, just two Lucy's from know. Peanuts. You don't have to Peanuts is. Well, I didn't know if it should pluralize Lucy or Peanuts. Look, this is a show about hair, not a show about grammar. <laughs> I'm the queen of grammar. We know this. Um... Kara's the queen of reality TV, the queen of grammar. I'm just a princess with the P. <laughs> So then, um, and oh, and then Ocean said he's been nominated for two Emmys and he worked on Ocean's 13, which also like, then he didn't make a pun about working on Ocean's 13. I know, 13 like, what is I, a big name Ocean? Like, what's, where, producers, where are you at? That's right there. Where are you, you at? He said, I worked on Ocean's 13, but I like to think of it as Ocean is number one. There you go. And Boom. Then he wouldn't have dabbed because dabbing wasn't is there too, yet. Like it wasn't there yet, but I just dabbed. If I went back in time, I would dab when I said that. And people be like, are you as sp- ocean? Yeah. And they'd be like, are you spelling your armpits? You're like, no, I'm dabbing. No, no, trust me. This will all make sense in the future. Everybody does this all the time and it's very cool and normal to do. Um, so then the, the things they're being judged on here are creativity, technical skills, an interpretation it, of hairstyle. And again, interpretation. Like we, we're talking about like interpretation, not mimicking. Making mm-hmm. it now wearable. Making it wearable. A really interesting thing. Bear that in mind, furries. And so everybody picks. Renee tells them to shake it. And I peed. Like, did you shake it? it? Did you shake it? Did I, when I, I did, I, did you I, shimmy? Should, I, should, I shimmied. I shimmied, even though I know that's not what it means. But like, who knows? I like a good shimmy. I, I shimmied when he did it. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> we now we love shake it. Um, so I don't know. Should we say who people got or say that when we go to the hair show? Uh, we can go to the same when they get the hair show. Um, cool. Which is perfect. Um, so Nicole's client is like doesn't want to dye her hair. Yeah. She's being kind of difficult. Renee helps her peer pressure the client. Like I feel like Renee is much more like hands on. He's like he also wants to help. I think it was to help the stylist a little bit more because before they felt like they'd have a voice. And now they're like, well, no, this is, listen, client, you showed up for this fucking show. If you didn't want to cut your hair or color your hair, why are you on a fucking hair show? Again, that's going to be my whole thing, the whole, the whole series. If, wow. If clients are going to be like, um, I don't want that. Then don't go on the show. But producers probably chose people who were like, yeah, I don't really want to change. And they're like, oh, perfect. That's going to create conflict. True, 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 true tour. Um, but also, you're right. Don't go on the fucking show. When we've we see breakdowns all the time. When I see something that's like model has to be willing to cut her hair off, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to submit for this. Yep. Nope. Uh, model has to shave her head off. Uh, nope. Eyebrows. No, I need my head to stay on my hair. Yeah. I'm not shaving my head off. Nothing. Um, <laughs> I I like my head on my body. Thank you. So. Then Daniel is like doing very literal work, which I was like, hmm, how will this pan out? How mm-hmm. will this pan out? Um, Charlie is making fake hair into like a pubicy looking thing. And he says and the I word like pubic. Stressed. He said pubic hair. So I guess we could say kind of like what they're made. They had Mar- he had Marge Simpson and Marge, you know, blue top heavy hair. So we're like, what is he going to do with this blue fake hair that looks like pubic hair that's curly? He's dyeing these extensions blue and then, like, truly just, like, seeing them in between his hands and making it – it did look like blue pubic hair. And I was not – I was like, you can say that on television. Yeah. <laughs> pubic hair? 
You say it looks like you can say pubic hair on television. <laughs> Can't you say private part covering? <laughs> Can you say something more appropriate? Like down there hair or just like Yeah. It's point. Looks like you know and then do a little point. Um Nikisa accidentally makes her hair her client's hair look absolutely like total shit by dyeing it in these weird weird patterns. She had Lu- she had loose she had Lucy. Lucy. She had and Lucy from I, Peanut okay, Dutch's. I have a th- she had Lucy one of the Lucy from Peanuts's. And she <laughs> my theory is like that she was trying to capture kind of some kind of shading. Like when Lucy puts her hair up, you know, like you see it in the cartoon and it's like the way they make it look 3D as they like shade do the funny. shading slightly that's different. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what she was going for because we see that done with another stylist very successfully. But with uh, with Nikisa, it looks good when it's up, but it looked very Weird. bad. Down. And you I could see they do they do a the shot of the client like getting her hair washed, looking at the camera, going like making the giving her like the what the fuck look to the camera. <laughs> she looked like she looked she had like tiger stripes, but instead of being like from roots to tip, tip, it was horizontal. They were like horizontal. It's like. Uh, and she goes when it, when you put it up, it's like a little peekaboo, like you see the little bit of blonde, like you'll see the funny thing that because she has str- like really black hair, and then it was like the yellow stripe. It wasn't like a completely blonde stripe because you know you can't process hair that fast, mm-hmm. uh, and so it just was like I don't I don't understand why they because uh, Renee told both the people to me who did Lucy, who also was Ocean, um, to highlights to put highlights in, and we're like. I didn't understand why he was telling them the Lucy's to put highlights in. I did understand that, but like Lucy has dark hair. Yeah, I look like Lucy. Yeah, I was like, how fucking dare they? Yeah, it was like so weird. I didn't understand. No understanding. It was very strange. I don't. I don't know. Also, um, Matthew is the other person who has Marge, and he's trying to lighten his client's hair from black um, from black to light enough to dye it back blue, blue. like a darker which blue. I thought. I was I thought it was commend like I thought that was brave. I certainly thought it was braver than just like dipping white extensions into blue dye and scrunching them up in yeah. hands. Mm-hmm. Um okay, so now we go to the hair show. The hair show. Boom, boom, and boom. there's Ken Vo back at the thing with Jacqueline Smith with Kelly Adderton who is the West Coast editor of Allure and I'm sad to see Michael Carl not there. I know. But Kelly is also as mean as Michael, so I'm happy to see Kelly. Oh, she's you can tell she's going to be a little 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 spark plug. Mhm. Huge fan. Michael Carl probably called her and was like, "Listen, Kelly, if you can be half the bitch you were in that staff meeting we just had, you're going to kill it." And she was like, "Michael Carl, how did you get this number?" <laughs> <laughs> I do miss Michael Carl, though. I do miss him. I miss him. I miss his cardigans. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Nico as a guest judge. One name. He's done Halle Berry's hair, Pink's hair, and Charlize Theron's hair. And I was like, wow. Three people who were famous then and are famous at are the still, same level now. Yeah. Good for them. Good for him. Hopefully he still has them. Yeah. Uh, prayers for Nico. Yeah. It, you know, first, if you know Nico, let us know. Should, Reach out. should look up on him on Instagram. Instagram him. Instagram stalking. Coming up. Well, we will stalk him on Instagram, yeah. of course. No no chance we won't do that. Right. Um, so the first person who comes out, it's Daniel. And he yeah, had Wilma Flintstone. Flintstone. Right. And I. He takes. Oh, go ahead. Well, he takes her hair, which is like kind of curly, frizzy red, to a sleek punk auburn updo. Mm-hmm. 
It's Where were you gonna dope. Say? No, I freaking loved it. I thought it was it beautiful. Awesome. The red was a little more uh, deeper, and it wasn't as like fire energy, and it really complimented her skin. It was gorgeous, mm-hmm. and um, it was a hairstyle that I would love to wear out. Like if so, if they could do it to my hair, I'd wear that. Like today, yeah. Like it, it was hot back then. I would also, if I saw a celebrity with that hair on the red carpet, I'd be like, that is fucking hot. It's very Gwen Stefani, to be honest. Like, very Gwen Stefani. Very Gwen Stefani when she was cool. Yeah, when she's not um, Yeah. Pre, Gwen Stefani when she was pre, doing push-ups and singing about Yeah, pre-before she became a, a, a conservative. Mm-hmm. Or at least before she was out about it. Yeah. Um, And he did, he is somebody who did, like, some very subtle black highlights in her hair. So that it looked like the dimensions, guess, like the three D. It looked like the dimensions yeah. of Wilma Flintstone, but it all still looked like wearable. It, it wasn't like a weird little plastic cap of hair. Yeah, it was great. Oh, it was great. Um, and so Gail had the other Wilma, and it was—I would say it was the flattest hair I've ever seen on Sheer Genius. Oh my god, one or two. I was like, I wrote eh, flat. Like, what the fuck was that? I wrote, eh. Like, I don't, it doesn't even, like, register on the Richter scale at all. She started out with curly red hair, and she ended up with flat finger, like, sausage curl bangs. It looked like just a five-year-old did it. Yeah, it was Mm -hmm. like, what what are you doing here? This does not make any sense. I thought to myself, this is certainly not sheer genius. No. This is sheer Uh, apostrophousness. Sheer pos- this is sheer propriety. Pro- 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 <laughs> I didn't. I thought this was sheer tomfoolery. Yeah, that's if it. I've ever seen. There it. we go. Sheer, sheer incompetence. Oh. Wow. Goddamn, Gail. I hope you're okay because you care oh, just burned your I'm ass. Sorry, that was really rude. It's hard. It's under pressure. I get it. I'm not mad at you. I think you're a look, hurt. Gail. We couldn't do what you did. We couldn't do that. You still win. We couldn't make that hairstyle like that, and we also couldn't embarrass ourselves on television like that. Right. So. <laughs> so then we get to Nicole. Nicole has gem, gem. of the holograms, um, which I oh, love gem so much. Um, and she took her client from having red hair to having highlighted blonde hair with really good, like it was like good volume. Yep. And then up in a ponytail, but like the base hair had good volume. Yeah, had really good volume. And this is the one that didn't want to color her hair at all. And this is the one that was peer pressured by Renee. Mm-hmm. And Renee did the Lord's work. He did. Because then Nicole good. had like all these fun colored pieces in the ponytail. And I couldn't tell if those were fake, those are fake. and dipped. They were fake. Okay. They were fake. Fine. Okay. Well, they were. Okay. Those were fake. Yeah. Those were 100% <laughs> fake. Because um, the, the texture of the hair too when it bounced looked like plastic like, you know, My Little Pony tails. It wasn't. But I thought it blended with it the did. other hair. And it looked like, it did look like, oh, this would be gem in like 2008. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Glenn also had gem and this client started out having like nice wavy blonde hair. And then she has, I'm trying to think of who this evokes because it's it's Molly Shannon. Thank you. (laughs) Molly Shannon, but blonde and it's all flipped out. It's a bob. And then all the tips are dyed pink. pink, And I thought it was cute as fuck. That's what someone could wear that nowadays. It's like a nowadays Mm kind of thing. Um, and it was, Mm -hmm. and she was a mother and she looked like Molly Shannon and um, I just assumed that that was Molly Shannon, actually. I just was like, Molly Actually, Shannon. it was a Molly Shannon character. <laughs> One of the funny thing, things Molly Shannon did in 2008 was just be different characters on reality yeah. shows. She didn't talk, but no. we knew it was her. We knew it was her deep in her, in her hearts. Yeah, um, and it looks doing, good. 
I thought it looked fine. I loved it. I thought it was great. And I thought it was like, once again, like going back to interpretation, it's like a smart interpretation of hair that looks wearable, is like appropriate for like this person's life in this moment. Mm -hmm. You know, like I just, I thought it was, I really liked it. Yeah, me too. And then we have Nikisa. I had, okay, so she was Lucy. This is the one that did the tiger, the horizontal blonde stripes. When I had a question mark next to it. And uh, this is where I had like the why why were both why the highlights why why were we why was Renee so obsessed with the highlights, but mm-hmm. it looked I mean up it looked cute it looked I thought she it was styled really it good. like a, a new like it kind of does look like a modern version of Lucy because you can't really tell what Lucy's doing is her hair up is it weird curls at the bottom but it actually looked it looked adorable, the bangs were great yeah. the highlights did look good up yeah, but like like sucks for her to have her hair down. Sucks, sucks for her to have her hair down, but cute. It was a cute, it, like she got what she wanted, which also not to be a monster, but like the style. I will, I don't mind if the stylists are a little more selfish this season. I feel like last season they had to please the models so much, and it's like well, I want to see what the stylists can do. Yeah, I don't want the models holding them back. I think that's kind of what Renee's job was like. Let's push because last year. We- uh, you know, we couldn't get anything huge and amazing because people, some of the, some of the clients were just because we were, we were a no name show. This was the first time doing a show. No one knew what it was, so they're like, "Well, if this goes nowhere. I don't want to fucking have my hair." You know what I mean? Like, I get it. Yeah. But now that that it's like a big show, and they people know about it, like it's time to like now that the, they can pay these models twenty dollars a day. Yeah. For this work, they are like, "Fuck you, models. You will be." And they did dress them all like the cartoon characters, yes. but once again, a modern interpretation. Yeah. Um, so both both models had the same outfit. Yeah. So it's like very like it was a nice way to be like, OK, if, if everything's the same except the hair is different, you can really you can see. really see it. Yeah. Not the way they're styled. Cause sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, so we have Ocean. Mm-hmm. Ocean was Lucy again. And he mm-hmm. was like, uh, I wrote what? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Highlights. And then he has like this weird bang her bangs look horrible and like it's they were really short and like what was in the back the back had like these weird ponytails that just stuck out like i didn't understand look like she had a tail i wrote is this of its time because like we we were doing like it looked like a bun and then like you pulled out the bun curled the two halves and let them kind of just like flop it was it looked it looked so bad. bad it was not flattering to her face it was not they're like your her face oh, is the frame or sorry is the picture and the hair is the frame and there is no frame here there's like just none yeah she also she had a rounder face mm-hmm. she was one of the like heavier models and, and I, thinner hair she had very thin hair and she had thinner hair and ocean was like he said when he got her he was like i'm bummed that i have the model with the thinnest hair this yeah. is going to be harder he wasn't wrong but like as as a gal with a round, a sweet round little face myself, if somebody fucking pulled my hair back like a cap on my head and put me on a television show and then gave me the strangest little bangs, I would feel sad. Yeah. Like I do wonder, like let's say Ocean does usually work with like celebs. He might not be used to styling somebody who has like a mm, like no like, Who's who isn't a, a very small Hollywood actress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's that hair wouldn't have looked good on anybody, but it would have looked way cuter on like Natalie Portman. Well, it's like, it was like she had the cross bangs, but like they were to the side, like they went around her eye, like angled. That were like this is not 
It's not Lucy and it's not cute. And I don't understand what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, I, it wasn't good. They said um, it looked like uh, looked, it was like undone, unfinished. Yeah. I, I And once again, I felt for him. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Because, um, okay, well, we'll get to this. So then Matthew does Marge. He had taken the long, dark hair um, with side bangs to these like big, floopy, curled layers. Like Peggy with, Bundy, like, like Peggy Bundy looking like. It did look like Peggy Bundy, and then it was kind of a navy blue. It was navy blue, yeah. It wasn't the red, um, but it was. That's how it wasn't as puffy, but it just big fat curls that were stacked like that. It wasn't like a straight up vertical hairstyle. It was just like kind of like a bunch of like a lion's mane, basically. Okay, so what? Okay, I want to know because I thought, wow, that's a really cool modern interpretation. That's what I thought too. I was like, I wrote, I like it next to it. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was cute. I thought it was kind of sexy. Like, if the curls, clearly for a cartoon challenge, it was the right size of hair. If the hair had been a little smaller, it would have been cute for, like, going out. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, I really liked it. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. Then Charlie has this model who has long, dark, layered hair. And he just put it up in a big cone and then put his blue pubes all over it. Literally, it was like, it wasn't a hairstyle. It was like art. It was like a sculpture. That I guess yeah. is hair art, I guess. But like, I was like, I wrote, does that count? Because like, it was hair architecture. I don't know if it was hair art. No, but it's like, it's like you can't wear that out. So it's like wear, wearable nowadays. And and I was like, that doesn't. I wouldn't wear that. Like an interpretation. He interpreted to just to be ex- literally, literally the picture. But also, if I'm going to get really nitpicky with it also, it kind of came up to a point. Yeah. And Marge's hair is like a straight, like if you're trying to do exact Marge Simpson, I would have been more impressed if it had gone straight up and then like, if it had looked at all like it was made of curls instead of just looking like like a blue silo on her it head. It looked like it was like the spiderweb material you put on Halloween. It looked like that was webbed all over her, all over the head. Yes, but colored like a purple blue. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, okay, so we didn't like it. No, I said I don't um, think it's not every day, and it doesn't count. I said it's not every day, and it doesn't count. Yeah. So then Parker, my enemy, he had Betty Boop. He takes the short reddish bob that his client had to a fully realized Betty Boop, blue black hair flipped out. I fucking love. I this. put a heart. I put a heart. I just drew a heart. I thought it was really. You know what, Parker? You're you're great. Yeah, he's you're good. You're annoying, but you're great. He's good. And then so did Dee. Dee had Lucy as well, and she used the pin curls. Betty Boop. Um, oh, sorry. I put Lucy. Why did I do that? Uh, Betty Boop. And Honestly, it would have been a better Lucy than a Betty yeah. Boop. No, I thought it was cute, though. I thought it worked. It worked. I liked it. After seeing Parker's, I fucking loved Parker's. Yeah. And I thought Dee's looked good. You know? Yeah. I feel bad, actually, for, the, for, for Parker's in, like, real life, because, like, what do you do with that in real life? I thought she looked so happy. She, no, she looked cute, but like that's that hair, those la- those layers are there forever. Those short little layers are there for a while. Anyway, I thought it looked good. Yeah. Anyway, that's a good point. Uh, I hope he taught her how to style it herself. Yes, that's true. Probably he didn't. Probably not. He's like, I don't have time for this. Uh, then he's we get- like, shut up, Betty Boop. <laughs> <laughs> Boop. And then Meredith comes in with uh, Judy Jetson, and I like it. Mm-hmm. The model started out having blonde curly hair and she took her to having like a long bob with like a hard side part. Yeah. Uh, and lightened it up. I, I thought it looked great. I thought it was great. It was really like I liked it. It looked futuristic to me in a way that I mm-hmm. thought it was really cool. It looked exa- kind of like that weird bang that she has in the, mo- in the cartoon. And then Paolo's I wrote eh next to it. 
I don't. I wrote sleek. I don't remember what his looks like. Sleek A-line bob with high and low lights. Oh yeah, I didn't like the high lights and low lights. I thought that looked a little weird. It looked a little too. I understand what he was going for, but I didn't. I don't think it. It trans transferred or translated right. And I liked it. And that's and folks, that's why we have two hosts on this. That's right. We all can't all agree on everything. We can't all agree on everything. Kara, I'm going to talk to you all the time. Uh, (laughs) So then we are in front of the judges and we hear Nicole, Parker, Meredith, Dee, Glenn, and Paolo. The six of you have made the cut, but none of your work was sheer genius. genius. Get the fuck out of here. And that's when I wrote, they got writers, baby. They got writers for this season. Yeah. So the safe six leave. I was surprised that Parker was safe. I would have assumed he was in the top. I did too. Like all the Lucy or all the Judys, all the Gems, uh, and the Will. Nope. Uh, Betty Boops. And the Boops. No, the Lucys were there. Sorry, Lucy stayed. Uh, Betty. So it was the it was the Gems, the Boops. And the Judy Jetsons, yeah. mm-hmm, the Judys that that were safe, and like I get, I guess the producers were like, no, it's more interesting if it can be two of the same of each, and I think that's why that's why uh, we didn't keep Parker, yeah, um, for a top. So then we've got two, we've got two of each character left. We've Marge, two Marges, two Lucies from Peanuts's, and two Wilmas <laughs> from Flintstones's. And <laughs> Kelly is immediately mean, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. great. Welcome to the hair show, Kelly. We needed this. We needed this. We miss you. We needed this. And they asked Charlie, okay, so they're like, Charlie, what the hell? Like, this isn't wearable. Ken wants to touch it. Matthew says, I see inspiration, but not a cartoon character. So I'm like, great. Charlie's in the bottom. We all agree on this, is what I thought. thought. Like, yes. fucking fool. Um, they love Daniel. Daniel was Nikisa. great. And Nikisa was Daniel great. was great. They like Nikisa's. Ocean's not impressed with Nikisa, and they're not impressed with Ocean. And I just felt, I, I feel like Ocean got a bad edit also. Like, they were probably like, oh, what did you think of Nikisa's? Did you think it was good or bad? And he's like, I thought Nikisa's was kind of bad. And they were like, mm-hmm, and then drop that in. Mm-hmm. Um, Ocean said he's doing flair, and they don't see it. Jacqueline gives him a nice compliment that I don't remember. He said it was, was like, uh... I don't remember either. It wasn't that memorable. But do you remember him? <laughs> we, I remember her we being the nice this compliment. one. Well, she's, I think she's the nice one. She's never going to be mean. So I think she just had to throw something nice because she felt bad that he was getting such shit. Such shit yeah. for it. And then. Um, so let's see. They hate Gales. They said. Oh, uh, yeah. Nico tells her modern hair is going away from curling irons and towards products and texture. Nico was really like modern hair is this and everything else is this. Like Nico had hard he, opinions on modern. He actually hair. even said like uh, Daniel's Wilma, the one that looked like Gwen Stefani. Um, he touched it and it was hard because he had shellacked it with all the hairspray. Which he says nowadays you could just tease the fuck out of it and then put a little uh, bit of hair over it and it'd be it'd be soft and like feel better. But um. I just, liked the shellac look. I, I thought, too. Like, Can you imagine it's how it's supposed to look like that? It looks like that. It's. I don't think it looked too hard. And honestly, I wouldn't want all that tease because I would never be able to get it out. No, it's much easier to wash out hairspray than it is to like untease your all of your long hair. Mm-hmm. Like no freaking yeah. way. So there. So like then we get to the judges. The judges are like, okay, between. Um, so like. 
some of them like Charlie. All of them hated Matthews, which I thought was yeah. Bananas. It was like way better. I, I just was. I was. I was like, what? This is not. It looks like a hair, and it's modernized, and it's a really cool blue. Like it's really dope. It met the assignment. I'm sure Matthew would have been proud to take his wife out yeah. on a date having that hair. Yeah, yeah. In a romantic way. Yeah. Um. So. The judges, I thought that these judges also like to say smart sounding things instead of just being like, I thought this was ugly. Yeah. Like all of them were like, well, modern hair is this interpretation of blah, blah, blah. And like, it's like, you can just say it's ugly. Mm -hmm. It's ugly. It looks ugly. Yeah. I missed Sally's and Michael Carl's bluntness. Yeah. Of being like, it's ugly. I've never seen anything that ugly. Yeah. Um, But we'll see how that plays out this season. So then they say, Charlie, Nikisa, and Daniel, come forward. You were the, the top, top three, and we're, I'm like, oh wow, I can't believe Charlie was better than Matthews. I feel the whatever hate of the producers in yeah. Charlie's pick. Yeah. I feel because they were like, Charlie's going to be great television. Let's gas him up at the top because he is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Um. So Charlie's out first, and he's mad, and I wanted to be like, Charlie, you are lucky. You're, you're not the going top home. three. I would have sent your ass yeah. home. Um. You were my bottom one. Yeah. So. Daniel wins, which was which well I was deserved. very happy that he won. But and I was happy for Nikisa to actually get um okay, yeah. A little a little shine. Mm-hmm. A little shine. Daniel cries in his confessional and says now he knows he's going to win. And but like is kind of sweet, but I was also like, mm, let's see how yeah. this goes. Yeah. Tough to say you know you're gonna win after the first challenge. Yeah. And then we um, see so then the, the three that go, the third the bottom three. And uh, they call out Matthew first, and then he's free, safe. We're like, great. Mm-hmm. And then they said, also, I wrote Matthew looks like Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. Yes. And then I wrote, I'm sorry to kick you while you're down, Matthew, yes. but you do look like Mark he, McGrath. That's that's a perfect Ray. example. Example. And then they say, Ocean, you do not sure genius. You're going home. And she said, Gail, you're very close to being at the end too. Mm-hmm. So um, pick it up. And then so Ocean leaves and he's like, he, as he leaves, his mic picks up that he says, like, this is bullshit. And then he says in his confessional, um, I was trying to downplay the first couple couple yeah. <laughs> things to I come up to, first. Like, I was trying to hide like, my genius for a couple and then pop and out. I was like, why would you do that? Like, that's not how. Also, this- playing it safe is different than doing something ugly. Yeah. That and wasn't- this was an ugly hairstyle. Yeah, it was that ugly. It looked bad. That was not playing safe. That was just. Just like I think he wasn't. I think he talked himself up. I think he just was all yes. talk a little bit. So I also but was bummed. Like it was really bad. He I felt like fine that he goes home, but I was like, wow, they have one black stylist on the show and they send him home first. I didn't. I didn't like that either. Love that. Like maybe don't just cast one black person on the show and like home. most everybody else is white. Yeah, but this was back it in two thousand eight like, when they had no idea that we're you know that well they did but they didn't. They didn't know about racism in two thousand eight, <laughs> but I can tell you that they were doing they it. They were doing it. They were doing racism whether they knew it or not. Yeah. Um. And so then we see a preview of this season, and I'm so excited. I am too. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a little more edgy and I think we're going to get to these characters a little better and it's going to be scripted a little easier so we'll actually understand things that come out of nowhere I think yeah we won't have to just like read between the lines and understand that two of the contestants are you know dark wizards from a time right. gone by right yeah so I'm excited we're excited for the season you guys stay tuned and see what we figure out and find out and then we're going to do some stalking on the internet only. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like Instagram stalking. I don't know how to stalk in real life. I can't even figure out Just, Google. And we and we'll never learn. We have no interest in that. Okay. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Growing Out the Pod. If you want to tell us your hair stories, email us at growingoutthepod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at growingoutthepod. Have a great day. And remember, exfoliation is the enemy of ingrowns. Growing out the pod.